Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. We are back with another episode. Sorry for a little bit of a delay. You know, these things happen. I say every Wednesday. Sometimes it's not Wednesday. Sometimes it is. Guess what? I got two recorded for this week. So there'll be two this week. Oh my God. Crazy. Wow. Amazing. All right. So today on the podcast, we have the one and only boy band. For those of you who are like, Kyle, who is boy band of internet money? Who is boy band? Who is that? Formerly known as Kuntosh from internet money, who a lot of you guys probably know. He rebranded and he's now an artist slash producer with the name boy band. Um, this is a very good conversation. We talked for a long time in this one. Um, and it's really good. We talked about, not only did we talk about beats, we talked about the industry we talked about online we covered a lot of stuff we talked about the whole rebrand process that he went to how he record songs we talked about the song recording process going to college for music all everything this is a really good one um also by the way the this podcast is going to start kind of abruptly because the beginning got cut off like the first like 15 minutes of us talking because the internet went down when we were talking um i don't know what happened i think his internet went off or something and we lost like the first 15 minutes and by the way, this whole thing was recorded on OBS because because of that internet thing. We lost the audio, so this whole thing is OBS. So some of the levels of the audio is kind of weird. Maybe you probably won't even notice it, and I'm just a freak weirdo, so I noticed it. But uh, yeah, just a little warning. But yeah, uh, basically at the beginning of this, we kind of just talked about um, where he's from. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. He got into Beats because of his cousin his cousin encouraged him to keep going at it because he thought he was really good at it and that was the encouragement he needed and um he met taz through jacksonville and he met taz because he was in the jacksonville scene and he hit him up and they linked up and now he's on internet money that's kind of what we talked about for the first 15 minutes and then um yeah so let's get into it i hope you guys enjoy Let's get it. Screenshot you listening to this. Tag me on Instagram. I'll follow you. I will follow a bunch of you and I will comment back to as many as possible. Let's get into the podcast in three, two, one. I was making beats for like two three years at this point and it was honestly like the thing i like to do the most yeah but I, but I didn't think people were making money like i would see on soundclick all the top sales but i was like i don't know it just wasn't something to me where i was like all right these dudes are these dudes are making six figures that was never a thought in my head right now nah, bro like with the with the selling beat shit bro like listen i got homies that are like taking care of like them their kids, their <laughs> yeah, girl, like paying rent, like all that shit, like off of like selling beats and stuff like that. Like I've made, I've made like some pretty like good money selling beats, like crazy. over the years and stuff like that. Like I remember, I had a winter break, um, freshman year of college. I literally just like sold beats like for that whole like month and a half or whatever, and like I was pretty stacked up, so I was I was chilling good. You know what I mean? Where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to the University of North Florida. It's in my city in Jacksonville. It's like, I think it's what like was your uh, what were you like going there? My for? major, uh, yeah. digital media and like communications. Because like I've always, 
bro, I learned how to edit videos when I was like eight, nine. So yeah, I was same. like, well, eventually, like if I want to go to college or if I go to college, like I'll go for this because I already know how to use it. So it was really a power play. But I don't know. I ended up dropping out about two years in just because like I was in internet money at the time and stuff. Save some like money, while dude. I was in college. <laughs> yeah, that too. Like, and Taz was kind of just like, bro, like drop out of school. Like, <laughs> he was yeah, like, bro, I, I fucking come went to school for like, I played soccer in college and like Word. just like barely took enough classes to just like play soccer, which was like four a semester, maybe. It was like, I was just barely taking enough credits, but that's not the amount of like credits you need to graduate in four years. So, yeah. like, I went to school for fucking six years. And then, like, I'd always be fucking up, like, the finance... Because I had a scholarship, so I'd always be fucking up the financial aid. So, like, literally, I owe money because I just, like, fucked up. <laughs> like, I literally could have... Went to school for too long, yeah. I literally could have went to school for a very cheap amount because I had a scholarship. But, like, now I owe, like, a ton of money just because, like, I went for an extra two years, which the scholarship didn't cover. And then the first four, like, I was always fucking up financial aid and everything. Jesus. So. I know how that is, though. Getting a financial aid, like, refunds and shit, kind of just, like, like doing whatever with it. But that's kind of, that's low-key something every college student does. I go back there, dude, sometimes to my school. It's, like, 45 minutes for me to, like, go play in the alumni game. It's the only Word. two times I've been back there the past, like, two years. But, like, I'll go back there and just be, like, walking around and i'm just like dude what the fuck is everyone doing here i just like i just know what's out there now and it's like this has nothing to do with what's out there you know what i mean yeah like, yeah i look not, at what's bro, possible like, with the internet and i'm just like these kids are fucking like everyone's wait even though i did it for fucking six years <laughs> like i'm just like these people are just wasting their time here it's because like a lot of people are going to college and shit just to please somebody like if i'm keeping yeah. a stack like I, when I graduated high school, I literally wanted to just, like, go make beats and shit. I didn't want to go to college. Just because, like, obviously, knowing what I knew and shit, like, about the game, I was like, bro, I could just, like, literally start my own business, basically, off of making beats and stuff like that and being, like, super consistent. But yeah. I stayed with my grandparents for half my life. And, like, older people, they don't really understand, like, this whole, like, age of, like, entrepreneurship and like getting money on the internet and like just like all this other shit like people already got going on right now because of the digital age yeah so it's like i couldn't even try to explain that to them like hey i don't want to go to college i want to like sell beats online and like run my own business like that but with old people it's just like oh you need to go to school oh you need to go get a degree oh you know what i mean you need a degree to go get a job entrepreneurial like sense to what you were doing Yes, I never like wanted to go to college. That was something my mom like told me when I was young. She was like, "Look, like, whatever you do, like, I don't care what you do, just be your own boss at some point." Like, yeah, that's good though. You can't be working for nobody for like forever and shit. That's like good that. that she said that. Like, she told me that when I was young. Like, and she, when I told her like what I wanted to do and stuff, she was like with it like from the jump. That's dope. So. I always said cool that, and everyone was like, on, yeah, though. all right, we'll see. <laughs> nah, I feel it. I feel it. That's why I never, I only really talk to, like, certain people about it and stuff like that, because even now, I'll go back home, and, like, I have, like, my uncles and shit kind of ask me, like, oh, how's this going? How's that going? Blah, blah, blah. Like, sometimes I can never really tell if it's, like, 
you know, I feel like you should be doing something else or if it's just like, okay, I actually see you and what you're doing. I can never tell with people sometimes. Yeah. Because it's just like when you say like, hey, like I'm on this entrepreneur shit, like I got my own business, I'm doing my thing or whatever. I got this over here, especially with music, too, because it's like everybody wants to be an entertainer. So for you to go and tell like older people, hey, you know, I don't want to go to school. I want to go like. I'm gonna go make beats. I'm gonna go rap. You saying I'm gonna go dance. I'm gonna be a like, YouTuber, dude. Like, it's like everyone fucking knows that one person. No matter how small your fucking town is, like, like the town I grew up in outside of Boston, like that is just not a fucking a musician. There isn't a single fucking musician that came out of that fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, nobody. Even like entrepreneurs, everyone's a fucking firefighter, carpenter. Every girl's every girl's a nurse, and the rest of them are just businessmen sitting at fucking offices. And I mean that shit cool, and it's like secure, but it's just like. But like when you tell them like, oh, I want to do this and like do that, they're like, especially music, like you were saying, like they always know that one person that tried to do it, and like failed. But like, that's just like, it's just like that's one fucking person, and it's like I always tell, I always tell them like. Uh, my homies like when I s- see someone like someone in LA or someone doing this and they're just like sitting around all day and like fucking doing pills or some shit I like said to my homie Cam once I was like I was like see that's the type of kid that like all of his friends back home are like oh yeah he's working hard out in LA trying to make something out of himself but he's really fucking around and doing nothing like if you could especially now like maybe 10 years ago it was a little different 20 years ago like you had to go through a system but now, like, you can literally just make some shit happen now. It's, like, yeah. ridiculous. And the thing, to tie into what you were saying about, like, how people, um, they'll, like, leave home and kind of go somewhere else but, like, not be doing anything. I mean, like, perception is a motherfucker. Like, you can literally make it look like you're doing this, is that, and the third. Yeah. Like, <laughs> online and shit. But it's just, like, in real life, no, like... It's it's a game, honestly, and it's just like a way to play it. I'm not really a fan of it. I feel like everybody should be honest, but that's just me. Maybe I'm an idealist. I'm pretty honest. I have Likewise. a fucking 2010 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Listen, I had a um I had a 09 Corolla actually. That was my first car. Um had her for 2 weeks, got T-boned. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But it was it worked out though, cause like I was kind of debating whether to actually buy a car or not, cause around that time, um, it was October of uh 2017, and like we were all trolling about the idea of us like getting a house and like living together and shit in LA. So I was kind of just like, well, maybe I shouldn't get a car in the event that happens. But I got one anyway. So and then I got an accident. I was like, well. I feel like I'm going to end up moving to L.A. just off of this. I don't know why, but a couple months later, Taz was like, hey, we got a house. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't – I bought this car, like, literally when I didn't have a fucking income. (laughs) I bought this car. Like, literally didn't have an income. And I just, like, leased it with no money – or not leased it, but financed it with no money down. And that's what I (laughs) – I got it, and a week later, I drove to Florida. It's so crazy, like – how how fucking america works like i literally at the time i i didn't have an income i was losing money every month because of like random bill of bills little bills i had this is after college like i was i was trying to start companies like the ones that had some like 
got we got fucking investments for it and shit like yeah those were all over everything fizzled out and i kind of just had nothing going on and i was going on tour like every few months with my homie kim and like at this time literally my brokest time in life i had fucking two cars in the driveway and i didn't have an income it's just it's so funny like how fucking america works like one of them i was leasing through uber and the other one i financed with zero money down <laughs> And there was, a like crazy a, thing. there was like an overlap with like the lease and the when I bought the other one. So there was like a two week overlap where I had two cars Jesus. without an income. <laughs> That's kind of wild, like how that works out. I I will say like with these, I guess, um, systems like we have here in America and shit, there's always a way for them like to take your money. Like always. Yeah. It never fucking fails. Are you like trying to be like. Cause like, I feel like that's something huge. Like as you start to like get some money and like, as you're being an entrepreneur, like producer or whatever, like being smart with your money is so important, especially fucking paying taxes <laughs> and like, yeah, just like, and yeah. And just like all oh, that fucking bullshit. Like, do you think about that a lot? Just like, yes, it stresses me out. It scares me. Um, taxes. And then like, I'm probably going to start paying my student loans back at some point this year. So, like, yeah. it's, like, just stuff like that. Yeah, it's super stressful. Um, I have to actually get a new LLC this year yeah. <laughs> as well. So, it's, like, little things like that. With being an entrepreneur and stuff like that, you really got to, like, be about your business and shit. Because, like, be real, bro. The IRS don't give a fuck about you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... You gotta if you, pay. It. You slip up, don't pay that cash. They gonna be like, "Oh, bro, getting too much That's money over get, here." Dude. Like, I don't get I how get my people peers. are just like, like I, I drive a 2010 Toyota Corolla because I'm like, dude, I, I bought that car. I'm slowly paying it off. Like, dude, whatever, bro. Keep it in. Listen, the Corollas driveway. last forever, bro. That's You're what I'm fine. saying. You're fine, that, that, bro. That like, thing is <laughs> staying there. I have fucking. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm fucking Kyle's right now. I could afford. I know a lot of people in my position would be buying fucking sick ass cars, but like yeah. I'm fucking about to pay a shit ton of money in taxes in like less than a month now. So, R.I.P. Bro, All right, listen, <laughs> dude, I, it's, it's gonna hurt so bad, dude. But at least hey, your taxes paid, then like you know you good. You ain't gotta worry about the IRS trying to lock you up and shit. Yeah, no, that's so, not gonna happen. But, I'm definitely smart with my fucking money. Like I don't go out. I don't spend money on fucking. I don't spend enough money on fucking myself. Everything everything I spend is like on my fucking studio or something. Yeah, investing it back into yourself and shit like that. I'm kind of like that too. Like, I'll go get clothes every now and then. It's like a small splurge and shit like that. It sucks because you need like, to, though. like, I hate doing it, but like, I, obviously I love clothes, love being fresh, yeah. but like, I'm just like, I don't really need it. You know what I mean? But like, I'm on fucking camera like every other day. So I that's what, yeah, bro. That's the thing. Yeah. With this, like, it's like, okay. Like me being an artist now and shit like that. Like, yeah, (laughs) I've always liked clothes and stuff. And like, I've always kind of been into fashion, but I never actually, I'm not even going to lie. That was a period where I was spending like OD money on shoes. I have too many shoes right now. Actually, I need to get rid of some. But now it's kind of just like I feel like I got to be fresh every time like I leave the house. Even if I yeah. don't leave the house, like, I feel like I need to be fresh. And it kind of sucks because it's just like that's money I have to spend like on clothes and shit. Fuck it, but do you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And if I can afford to do it, like why not? 
So tell me about that the transition from being a producer to an artist. What was that whole like? Did you and Taz sit down and be like, all right, here's how we're gonna brand this. Here's like the rebrand. Like, how was that whole? How was that whole process? Like, how did it come about too? Or did you just well, like record some songs and? When when I was Kuntash, um, I actually was an artist when I was Kuntash, but I just saw that actually on your SoundCloud, right? Yeah, I was an artist then too, but I was kind of like low key with it because like I was yeah. still. If you go back and listen to like all that stuff, it's like I did a lot of different sounds, and like I was kind of just trying to like figure out what I like the most and stuff like that. And I dropped the EP, um, last year on my birthday called Any Day Now, and like. Uh, I had put it out and shit like just cause and like Taz I heard it and like everybody on internet money like heard it and fucked with it and stuff like that and like Taz was literally like excited as fuck about it he was like bro like the intro track it was called Lemon World he was like that shit's fire bro like let's shoot a video you wanna take that shit down remix it rework it and redrop it again and like I personally I don't think I was ready at the time to like fully go balls deep as an artist so I was a little nervous, so I kind of just, like, fell back off the idea of it and stuff like that because I felt like I had more to learn. So yeah. we fast forward, though, to, like, a couple months ago, like, December and stuff like that. Um, More money moved into the house. You know who that is? Yeah, I've seen him tagged on a bunch of stuff. I'm not sure if I follow him. Oh, you should. He's, he's interesting. But he's pretty much my manager, like, right now. Like, uh, me, him, and Taz kind of, like, it would be us three, like, when I would be with Taz and shit, like, watching him make beats and shit. It would yeah. be, like, us three kind of just there and stuff. And they're, like, my OGs. They're, like, my big bros. So more money was kind of just, like, what are you doing with your music? And I was, like, not really anything. Like, I don't know. He was, like, I feel like you should do this. And then I was, like, all right, bet. So I recorded a couple songs and then... DT sent me some beats, or a side piece sent me some beats, and I had, whatever beat was for Left on Red, I had cut to that, and I had cut a couple other songs, and um, I had, like, gave him more money or whatever, and he played him for Taz at APG, and Taz was like, oh, shit, this shit's hot, he was like, he was like, yeah, hit me up, he was like, bro, let's rebrand, try and get you doing this artist thing, and then, like, uh, I sent him a list of names. We went back and forth, and we we're just talking and shit. And then um, he had said like one man band, and then he was like boy band, and I was like, oh shit, that's it. Like that's literally like the name. Yeah. So we took that, and then yeah, I mean, just you, like the branding. I mean, I feel like Taz, and it's just like has the fucking whatever he has. Like I feel like branding is just such a strong thing that he is good at. Yeah. It's just like and knowing it was, how to brand something. It was cool because like. It's literally an aesthetic where I can just, like, be myself. Yeah. Literally. Because, like, I I mean, I'm into a bunch of different things. And obviously, like, boy bands and shit have, like, their different members that do... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, there's, like, an edgy, edgy dude in the boy band. You got, like, the super soft dude in the boy band. Like, shit like that. And it's kind of like I'm kind of into everything. So I can put everything, like, under that umbrella. And yeah, it makes cool. sense. And it's, like cohesive and stuff like that and it's like i can kind of do like like okay dressing how i was already dressing and stuff like that like with the turtlenecks and stuff bro i've been wearing turtlenecks for at least like two years really <laughs> yeah i've been wearing turtlenecks for like two years and i've like always wanted to brand that somehow and like it was cool to actually get to kind of do that 
like wearing them like doing photo shoots and then like even shooting the video like with the turtleneck and stuff like that just because like everybody knows that's like my thing what's the difference been now that like you're more focusing on the artist side of things rather than like what's how is your daily like life different than when you were just being a producer i mean it's kind of the same just because like um i still make beats and shit like every yeah i was day. gonna say do you still like all right, here's a pack for this fucking session and like yeah i still do that like um i got me and nick got something on young bands uh next project actually word whenever that's supposed to drop like i'm still on the beat making shit because like i have to like that puts money in my pocket like yeah. i still gotta like make kits and like i'm actually about to start selling beats again too um i got a bunch of stuff like just left over i want to get rid of I know, right? Yeah. I've been, like, uploading random shit that, like, because there's so many beats on my computer now, like, yeah. I'm not using, I haven't sent out, and they're just sitting there, so I'm like, I need to get these up. Like, people yeah, so kind people of- are always trying to listen to them, too, like, after the videos and shit. Yeah, like, I fucked up a lot with that, too, when I was making videos. It's Kuntosh, like, I post beats in there that are, like, rendered and shit, but they're not uploaded or anything, so it's, like, I probably missed, like, a couple of conversions like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm gonna get back on that. Get back to like posting everything and stuff like that. Just really, really pushing it like more, because like at this point, like it's my life. So I want to be way more consistent just with everything. But I guess a typical boy band day, like I wake up. Um, I may or may not smoke. If I smoke when I wake up, chances are I'm probably gonna end up writing a song first. Um, are you are I you a wake and bake guy? I'm not really a wake and bake guy. Like I don't, I don't. Just it's just something about waking up and like the first thing you do is smoke. It's I don't know, but when I do, I literally just go play beats and I just like make voice memos of like melodies and shit. And like I'll just be sitting at my desk like just humming and like mumbling and like freestyling and shit. So that's cool. I like that effect when that happens and stuff like that. But um, usually I might wake up. I still use my whiteboard and stuff like that. I just don't post it anymore. Um, I'll write down what I'm going to do for the day. I might be like, oh, I'm going to make X amount of loops, X amount of midis or whatever. I want to make X amount of beats today and shit like that. Um, so I'll probably be at my computer for a couple hours making beats and stuff like that, starting projects or whatever. I'll go eat or something and then um, kind of chill. I might go play the game for a little bit or get on the phone with some of my friends and like talk to them and stuff that shit keeps me sane i'll do stuff like that but i really record at night i really only like to record at night yeah what's your like recording process do you like do you just pull up a beat or do you start with like what do you because because when i try to record something it has to be like literally a fucking it literally has to be the simplest thing ever for me to get ideas out. Like if it's like a completed like beat that you would yeah. throw on YouTube with like percussion sounds and everything and it's all arranged and everything. I just like can't think of ideas, but I mean, um it kind of really depends. Sometimes I'll like go through loops and kind of like make or you know, loop the loops and cut to them. Um, I did that, like, one of the last songs I did is Kuntash. It was like that. I did two songs. They were, like, acoustic guitar joints, and I kind of just, like, cut over them, and, like, I was doing all different types of, like, melodic phrases and shit like that, and that was cool. I don't mind writing to full beats, though, like, now, just because um, I feel like I have a greater understanding of, like, music and composition, so it's, like, regardless of how complex the shit sounds, I can find, like, a pocket. It may not be, like, 
a spectacular pocket, but I can find like a pocket. Like I listen to a lot of music and stuff, like different genres too, because like I feel like as an artist you should, just because you can go find out how many different other people come at pockets and like attack pockets and shit like that and kind of internalize that for yourself. What, what do you mean by pockets? Moving. Just like the gaps in the beat? Uh, You can say that, yeah. Like, okay. I was explaining this to somebody the other day. Look at it like this. Like, the beat is literally like a pair of jeans, okay? Your drum pattern is your pocket and you, the artist, your vocals, you are going to go fit, fall into that pocket. So like, um, I guess when drums hit, they have a cadence, obviously, and like wherever you find like your pocket in that cadence is your melody and shit. Like where you're gonna put your melody at? How are you gonna flow it? Where yeah. are you gonna break up your syllables? How are you gonna say this? Are you gonna like crescendo right here? Are you gonna legato this shit right here? Like, it's just a whole. It's a like songwriting itself is dead ass like an art form. Like. 100%. There's so much technicality into it, but a lot of people don't realize like how much they're really doing, yeah. especially when you're like crafting a song and like freestyling and stuff like that. Because it's like, um, whenever I've made anything, dude, it's been like, even if it's even if it's good, like it's always just been like, by the end of it, I'm just like, holy shit, get me out of here. It's like just like a crazy headache. You've been listening to it over and over and over, and like. Yep. That's why I don't ever want to, like, I don't like anybody to track me out, like, ever. I don't want anybody to track me out. I want to track myself out just because I like to have, like, <laughs> the space bar and shit, like, right there so I can yeah. stop myself when I know I fucked up. I can go delete that shit real quick and just go keep cutting and shit like that. And I feel like with an engineer that's a middleman, unless, like, I meet somebody who... Just you know what I'm saying? Who just knows and shit. Up. Yeah. But I rather like I trust myself to record myself, but I don't trust myself to like do a final mix on my own song because it's just I listen to it too much and then like there's still shit I don't know about mixing that I know somebody else does or can do better. I'd rather just give it to them and kinda like let them do their thing like Eggert. Yeah. Um Eggert mixes like all my songs. Um we recorded one time and he was like bro i feel like you should just like track yourself out for because that's just what you've been doing and i feel like you get a better you get a better sound that way which i do like i don't know if it's because i'm shy still or if um i just like having like that type of control to be able to just like stop developing your voice is like a real thing dude like yeah it is and so like it's the like, vibe is a real thing too like when you're in the vibe of a song like sometimes you can just fucking lose it and like not be there but yeah fucking i feel like literally i'll, re- I'll record the same thing like four times over and then that fifth time i record it i'll say it a different way and it'll be like the best fucking thing it's just like knowing how to you like your voice is the most complicated instrument there is i feel like yeah it is because it's it's unique to every person like no yeah. two people sound the same especially when they're like recording and stuff like um yeah it's just it's just a whole like matter of being like unique and stuff like that like like young thug for example like his voice is fucking crazy like you hear him talk but then you can go listen to like 
uh like climax or some shit and he's doing this like fucking falsetto like kind of like whiny high pitched like you know what i'm saying yeah it's just crazy like what you can do with your voice once you learn how your shit works you learn how to use it yeah it's not even about like it's not even about really like knowing how to fucking sing or anything it's just about knowing how to use it almost exactly yeah so it's a it's a process bro it's like i look at it kind of like um are you gonna like rpgs at all yeah okay so basically your voice low-key is like a stat (laughs) and like you just keep upgrading that bitch and then you just like unlock different shit to go like on your voice and shit like that like different voices and stuff like you can hear it like an artist like in different songs the first time they use like a certain voice per se they'll take that bitch and they'll use it on a different like song if that makes sense like yeah i think people are just like too is just like i feel like people are just led to believe that like singing is just like this thing people are born with like i feel like that's the impression just because of like american idol and shit and like, it's not knowing how to grind. use yeah knowing how to record or how to spit bars is just like this thing that's just given to you and like people just have it it's weird to think about how you can develop that but it's like i don't know and it's like fucking um it's like playing a sport like you know what i'm saying like being athletic and shit that's something you kind of like develop like nobody's really like born with that it's kind of like you train and get conditioned for it and it's like music's the same way like i feel like if you work hard enough and you learn and you try to understand like you can develop like the skill for it yeah some people are naturally gifted but it i feel like i think some people just have like some people just have more talent in that area like someone could put in the same work and make better beats than the next person like over a year's time definitely you just gotta work at it some people just have the ear and some people i don't know yep some people don't (laughs) those people that just don't have it yeah but but um i was gonna say though you were at the uh when trevor daniel was on tour you were at the jacksonville show right and you were on yeah i went to the jacksonville you were on this you jumped on the stage too right yeah i wasn't even <laughs> bro like you know what i, I thought even, you know what i up? thought so when i when i because when i first saw the boy band shit coming out i was like oh shit who's this boy band dude <laughs> you know what i mean like of course because yeah, yeah. taz was saying all the stuff and i was like oh who's this boy band dude i even saw a picture of you because you switched up the haircut too i even saw a picture and like real quick looked at it and I was like, wait a second. Because <laughs> at first I thought I was like, oh, this is what he looks like. And then I looked at it again. And I was like, wait a second. The first thing that came to my mind, I was like, this dude jumped on fucking stage at the fucking Trevor Daniels show. And he fucking loved it and started putting out music. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm going to be real. Going on stage like out there with Trevor and shit, that shit like gave me a rush. Just because dude, like... Yeah. I I've I've only really done a performance like one time and this was at a point where I was just making like super chill music yeah and even that was like exhilarating and like liberating but like Taz was like hey I'll go out on stage with Trevor and shit and I'm like oh shit bet and then like falling came on and shit I was like okay cool like I'm gonna go out there hype Trevor up and shit hype up the crowd and shit like that no that shit was cool bro and like I I can't wait to do my fucking own shows. <laughs> like, yeah. nah, I want I want people to like go to boy band shows and kind of like understand like, bro, it's just gonna be crazy. Like, even even like my DJ sets, uh, I'm gonna have like before I like 
start doing my own songs and shit are gonna be crazy like i'm gonna be playing all types of shit so i'm definitely uh excited to do that like i feel like that's probably gonna be the best part about like being an artist is like performing because it's literally you and your fans like just vibing you know what i mean yeah and then like you got your i can't even imagine dude like i've done shit for my homie cam and like he's opened up on some bigger tours i've said this before a bunch of times but like he ended up getting on like a bunch of tours that were like thousands of people like lit lit fans they were they were just turning out they didn't give a fuck and like i was djing eventually got to the point where i was like good at djing so i would hop that hop out there with fucking confidence and like control the crowd and like that feeling was so sick and like i'm like after all that was over and i started doing kyle beats and like started actually getting my own fan base i was just like dude i can't even imagine what it would feel like to hop out there to your own fucking fans of like two thousand people in the fucking house of blues or something like yeah i think it would be just like all right life fucking complete <laughs> you know what i mean like nah definitely bro like it especially with big ass venues bro like i know I can only imagine what it feels like to be like Kanye or like Drake like performing and shit yeah. like that. I saw Kanye on the Pablo tour and like bro, just him that with like the floating I mean, that stage. Is like insane. You probably feel like you're fucking god. God bro, that's literally what I was about An to arena? say. An yeah. arena cuz like dude, what so it's like I mean, you have like it's weird cuz like I've done a bunch of different size venues and stuff. Like obviously the biggest one was like 2000 people probably. Yeah. And, like, I've also done ones with, like, two people there. <laughs> but, like, and, like, 500 and, like, two in these little small rooms of, like, two, 100, 200. And, like, it's funny because as you get bigger crowds, like, they almost become more distant from you. And, like, it's hard to feel. It depends on the place, too. But, like, for example, House of Blues has a big gap where all the fucking camera people are in security. And you're kind of and like yeah they could be turning up but you're a little you're not really feeding off of the energy as much as you are when they're literally fucking right in your face like there's a place and there's two places in boston house of blues there's like 2500 and then the paradise which is um which is fucking like a thousand and like the paradise is so packed in that like it's almost like just as lit even though it's like way less people and it's just like I don't know. I feel like I feel like performing in an arena with thirty thousand people, it would be insane, but it would almost. I feel like it wouldn't even feel real <laughs> because like there's just so many people. You just can't even fucking like, like what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, like <laughs> it's literally like the feeling of like being God, bro. Literally, like, I can't. Imagine, that was probably what it would feel like. Imagine packing out like the fucking Staples Center. Or some shit like or like the American Airlines Center or some shit like it. like how bro like and selling the bitch out at that you know what I'm saying yeah. like people so like okay like when Drake went on tour so many fucking people wanted to see him he had to do several nights in the same city you yeah. know what I mean he in did like three four nights arena. in LA in the biggest arenas every night like that's crazy that it's not even at that point like it's not even like about like the money or like the bread at that point it's kind of just like damn this many people like want to see me like it's just crazy 
It's also a lot of money, though. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's always a bag. Listen, the bag is always a given. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but, that just comes with it. You know what I mean? I think, that's like, what I'm saying. That, that just fucking comes along the way. Rightfully fucking so. I mean, like, you're fucking affecting so many people's lives. You know what I mean? At that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly my point. That's, like, that's, like... My, I feel like my one of my big goals out of it is just like, just like giving people a fucking like I always talk about. I don't always talk about it, but I talk a lot about like college and just like how people are like. I was just a dude in, in my fucking town. Nobody did music around me. Everyone played sports and wasn't good at them, <laughs> and everyone fucking was kind of just like, m- like middle class, just like the middle class fucking trap or just like. No one was doing anything crazy, good or bad, but, like, nobody was really doing anything. You know what I mean? They're all just being completely fucking normal and whatever. And, like, there's a lot of people in, like, small towns, big towns, whatever the fuck you're from, that, like, they're (laughs) kind of just, like, in their own head. And, like, I don't know, like, fucking... I feel like that's why I make a lot of the stuff I do is just to like give, to be be able to point at me and be like, look at what fucking Kyle Beats is doing and inspiring people. And when they're fucking pissed at their fucking aunt, they can go upstairs and listen to my podcast while they fucking like get ready for bed and and get out of there, get out of that mindset wherever they're in. I feel like I I make a, and like music is a way of touching into that too. Like I want to make music that like touches on that shit too, where like, it hits music hits a different type of emotion than like a podcast like i don't know that's my favorite thing about um making music actually like what has kept me going for so long is that like i'll make a song and i might like send it to one of my friends or something like that or i might even post it or some shit and then like they come to me and be like hey dude like this song really like got me through like a time and shit like i have a friend i got a homie named ken um I cut this song called Real Life, like, maybe, like, two years ago. Like, I had a really nasty breakup, and, like, I just wrote, like, a song. I, like, sampled the Isley Brothers and shit and, like, rapped over it. And, like, he still talks about that shit to this day, and he's like, bro, that song, like, something spiritual. And it's just, like, it's cool to be able to have that effect on people because, like, I have music I hold dear and near to, like, my heart that makes me feel like that. So it's cool for me to be able to put something out and it's like somebody attaches to it like that you know what i'm saying like yeah. damn this shit really helped me out like i want to i feel like music is really something that saves people because like it's definitely saved me from like an abundance of like bad situations yeah um, that i could have been in or even shit i could have like you know did to myself and stuff like that so like music is powerful and i feel like i want to be able to like help people and kind of save people too like from shit if my music can do that for them yeah i mean that's like that's like part of the reason why i just put out so much shit this is for people to have like people just to have fucking content that's just like fucking around producing like they want if they want to be fucking creative and don't want to do what everyone else is around them is doing or or whatever their fucking reason is like I don't know. You just have so much shit to fucking look at. Like, when I was growing up, I watched the same fucking Ryan Leslie videos over and over. And, like, listened to the same fucking... Bro. And listened to the same, like, Will Smith and Jim Carrey speeches probably, like, close to fucking 10,000 times. Just, like, 
telling myself like you know what i mean just because i loved yeah. it like all right why am i gonna listen to this fucking random ass teacher or like this random person that's around me saying this when, you when, just go when jim carrey is fucking yeah. saying his dad fucking got fired from his accountant so his accounting accounting job so like you should do what you love because you can fail at something you don't want to do why am I going to listen to fucking this person when Jim Carrey's saying this? So I just make as much content as possible just because, like, it just keeps people in the fucking loop. You know what I mean? Like, when, when I found, like, when I saw Taz's fucking PayPal statements and then looked into it more and saw everyone, people were making money, like, I didn't make money for, like, four months after that. But, like, those four months, I, like, stopped being fucking pissed off and, like, depressed. Even though I wasn't making money. I stopped being pissed off and I was just like, I just had a fucking, um, like a, like a vision. Like, this is what I'm going to go do. I'm going to make money selling beats on fucking Instagram. And I fucking had something that I chased after it. And like, I don't know. So like, yeah, music is just, that's why I I try to do everything, everything that I like doing, I'm going to do it. Like I like the podcast podcast is dope. I like making videos, videos, like something I've always liked doing and like, um, fucking, music is another thing that like i like doing now you're consistent too like i i always like just be seeing your shit bro like even when like they started talking about you um like in the group chat and stuff i was like who is this guy and i like looked into your stuff and i was like yo he like always rolling out content putting shit out like people fucking with him and stuff like that and like i respect that shit and salute it bro you honestly inspire me personally to be more consistent like (laughs) It's like a, it's like breathing for me now, dude. Like I I just have to be putting out fucking content just cause like, I just like, it just gives me something to fucking do. Like it's just like, and like I have, I'm, I'm pretty fucking busy. Like I have a lot of shit to do, but like, I don't know. I'm just going all, all day. And like now it's like normal. Now it's almost like, I don't even like, I go to bed, like not feeling satisfied cause I didn't fucking absolutely destroy the day sometimes even though I did a ton of shit cause like I'm editing fucking doing podcasts recording putting out shit like answering emails like tons of shit but I don't know yeah it just keeps it cause when I'm not busy like I start just like fucking I don't know <laughs> like I'm just yeah. I just I just have this opportunity that I've been waiting for like forever like imagine fucking whenever you started like getting success with producing imagine that didn't come and then you went through college you're 22 23 nothing was working but you were trying all this shit and then at 24 you started making making money like 23 and a half 24 like and then and then the next year after that your youtube gets fucking 100,000 subscribers like i was just i was just waiting for this forever and it's like dude i'm fucking i'm i'm not going to stop uploading and then a year from now be like damn remember when i had that fucking youtube channel now i post a video and it gets 50 views because i wasn't uploading the past year like i'm just not gonna be the one that almost fucking like did something made it yeah that's how i feel every day bro i wake up and be like i don't want to be like the guy who like almost did it or the guy that like should have did it like i want to be the motherfucker who did it yeah like and I, it's it's hard it's hard sometimes just because like I've been making music and shit for so long, and after a while, some you have your days where you just be like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, what, what end am I getting from this? Like, it, it's like it, it'll feel like it's going nowhere when it really has. But I will say it's a slow game, 
Like, it definitely is a slow game, and, like, your time will come when it comes. And something that kind of keeps me going is, like, Kanye did not drop college dropout until he was 27 years old. Damn, really? He was 27 years old when he dropped that album, yes. You know how many motherfuckers told him, like, don't rap, like, you shouldn't be fucking rapping, stick to making beats and shit? That's crazy. And now he's probably, he's literally one of the biggest, like, just biggest people, period. Yeah. Right now. Like, and that shit, that shit really, like, sticks with me because no matter how many people tell you no, like, bro, if you want to do that shit, like, just keep fucking trying. Even him with the whole fashion thing, like, motherfuckers told him no, like, don't do this shit. And now, like, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got bot skin Yeezys online, like, lines for Yeezys, like, all this shit. So it's like, I think everyone's going to always say no to something. Everyone's going to tell you why it won't work. Yeah. So it's kind of just like you got to either take that as constructive and try to like fix what you want to do or like just be like, fuck them and go ahead and do it, bro. Whatever. You can't let motherfuckers tell you what you can't do and shit. Like, this is is what I always say. This is what I've been saying lately. It's because everyone, everyone always says the saying like, uh, like you're going to die someday. All that. Like, think about like how like Steve Jobs said that like I always think about how I'm gonna die like the thing I've been saying lately I always say in a hundred years everyone you see around you is going to be fucking dead and gone and a new wave of people are gonna be here and none of this what we're doing right now is even gonna matter at all you know what I mean everyone's gonna forget about this the world moves so fast everyone's just gonna forget and move on so like why the fuck not do what you want to do you know what I mean it's not gonna mm-hmm. fucking matter, you know. Like on the scale of how long the Earth is has been here, like this this does not fucking matter. You know what I mean? Like people do the craziest shit, especially now. People do the craziest shit, end up all over fucking TMZ and end up all over fucking the internet. Thirty seconds, it's fucking. There's a new story and they're moved on. So like, I don't think you fucking failing at what you want to do for like a week is gonna matter <laughs> you know what I mean or like yeah I don't know like my bad. <laughs> I'm all about just like putting up shit now like I don't give a fuck like I'm like so just like not not worried about it now like I'm I think I'm gonna when it comes to like I don't know when it comes to like doing like what I'm trying to do like I don't really care about Especially like views and shit. I feel like I get caught up sometimes in like views and momentum and I don't know. It's like and like money and whatever. Making uh content and shit like that. You get I feel like you get a bit of a rush like every time like you put something out and like you're like constantly checking the stats and shit like that. Yeah. Like I think this whole the whole time I've been on this podcast has been like the longest like period of time I've gone without like checking the stats for left on red like I shit <laughs> like I I will sit I will go constantly checking stuff like that because it's like damn I are you checking like saying. Spotify and shit or are you yeah checking I'm checking everything checking everything, everything. Yeah. like I'll go check everything That's just dope. to see if like there's something new and stuff just to see how it grows because it's like it's exciting I look though. at yeah it is when I put like content out period i'm always like checking it kind of just because i do read that shit you know what i'm saying like comments and stuff like that from like fans yeah everyone like, you gotta read comments. that stuff because it's like those are your people and like how you take it is how you take it like you could take that and be constructive or you could take that and like you know uh 
respond to it in a different way or whatever and i think all artists and like content creators and shit definitely do go read everything people say about them i was gonna say i was like no matter how many fucking subscribers someone has i feel like they're reading a lot of the fucking comments they read they definitely read a lot of shit everybody i know who fucking like makes content and shit definitely goes and like reads and checks like what people are saying i know like i'm sure even like fucking like drake does that shit yeah you know what i'm saying and he like, like put his instagram things on like his instagram yeah his comments, comments are like limited now yeah and stuff like that because russ, russ said that on like an interview or something yeah because he was talking about the, the zoo that is like social media no that shit it's it's pretty wild bro some stuff like i wish i hadn't seen on there like I, just other stuff like stuff people say about like other like content creators and like artists and shit like that like people are fucking mad bro like you swing one savage memes and shit like that bro like shit was like kind of shit was out she was ridiculous bro the internet is the wild wild west crazy thing is though i've had a twitter since 2009 and I can tell you, like, back then, like, 2009 or, like, 2012, bro, shit was worse. Because there was no real, like, sense of, like, censorship and, like, filterings and, like, yeah. all this, like, oh, you don't have to see the sensitive material and shit like that, bro. It was I think it's it definitely getting, it's definitely getting better. It's just pe- more people are on the internet, so we're all more connected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... Yeah, I feel you. Well, I think I I think I made a Twitter in like 2006, <laughs> and I didn't use it for like two years. I think I think I started using it in like 2000, or maybe I made it in 2008. I forget, but I made it like right when it fucking came out, or like right when it started being like known, just mm-hmm. random. But like, yeah, the old fucking internet was worse. I remember just like Xbox Live fucking chats and shit back in fucking like middle school. Everyone's just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. It, it's wild. And you had, like, places like 4chan and shit. But uh, do you know what that is? No, I was going to ask. What is that? Oof. Um, you know what? For the sake of this podcast, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, look it up in your spare time. Just be careful. I'm just saying you that now. Um, Also, for any listeners, if you go on 4chan, I... Boy, man, the internet money is not responsible for any type of like <laughs> emotional or mental scarring uh, that is caused by your browsing of 4chan. Have fun, kids. But um, yeah, it's it's just it's a forum though, pretty much. But like, it's it's low key where uh, memes originated from, and it's just like ruthless ass shit. Like people would post on there and stuff like that. But like a lot of it would be made into jokes and stuff. So yeah, it's where like memes came from. Yeah. And then you had like stuff like, oh, is it Omegle or Omegle? You know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, thing. like yeah, the video thing. Yeah, it was just like shit like that. Like the internet was a crazier place back then. Um, even with like the instant messaging shit, like I used to have AIM and shit like that, like MSN and all that shit. So. Yeah, there's more, like, I feel like everyone's attached to, like, a profile now. So, like, there's more, like, yeah. consequences if you, like, do something. Like, someone can just find your IP address and, like, find, like track you down. Like, yeah. know, like, the internet is becoming reality. So, like, I don't know. It's just definitely, like, bleeding over because, like, it's at a point now to where, like, I could be, like, texting somebody 
right? They don't text me back, but like I respond to their story. We'll have a full blown conversation like on Instagram and shit. Yeah. As if like we weren't having like a different conversation before. Like it's I don't know, it's fucking weird. Like just uh, I don't know. The digital age itself is weird and like I feel like we don't really talk about it that much just because like a lot of the shit is new, especially to us. Because I feel like people our age are like the first to really like experience some of the shit that comes with being on the internet. Like there's mad side effects of this shit, but there's a lot of good shit that comes with it too. But I do feel like once like we get like a sociology or like psychology like book on it or whatever, like some courses on that shit, like people will get it more and stuff like that. It's just really interesting to me how like people just have addictive fucking behaviors, I feel like. That's like, what it is. Like when I yeah. was, that's just like humans. Like if it wasn't this, we'd be doing something else. It's yeah. just like, in in my opinion, it's just like, dude, like there's a lot of fucking content out there that I don't give a fuck about. Like that's the, that's the thing that like, if I, I try not to do this. Like I, I've been good at doing it the past like couple years, like not doing, I should say the past like year at least. Mm like scroll like people that just scroll through fucking instagram and look at things there's just so much fucking shit out there that you don't give a fuck about you know what i mean that you're just fucking that you're just looking at and just like being a fucking vegetable but i mean it's the same thing as like when back in the fucking 90s when people were fucking scrolling through the pick a channel you ever seen like yeah i was about to say like when people TV just show. watch tv yeah yeah so it's kind of like the same thing it's Bro. the same but it's always on you and like and like i don't know it's just like there's a lot of fucking that's why i'm excited for where the internet goes but like right now it's definitely at a point where like people's fucking bad habits are like taking over because like i yeah. feel like I'll, I'll get to a point where like everything i watch will just be fucking money you know what i mean like everything is dope like on youtube or whatever like that's what i'm trying to make i'm trying to make the dopest fucking music thing so that when you watch it you're locked in and you're fucking inspired and obviously it's hard to do but like yeah i also think indulging in content even excessive content isn't necessarily terrible if it's like content that's like going to help you or some shit like yeah people who go watch like videos on like fucking like making beats or like learning shit as long as you're like taking that shit and actually like going in real life and doing stuff rather than like just watching it, it i don't see what's wrong with it if you like it though too like i, I don't see like a, a crazy problem with it like if you're enjoying it i just feel like for me i just feel like instagram and like occasionally twitter sometimes just like just, bullshit content just, not yeah. even content with like substance exactly like, I'll be on Instagram sometimes. I shit you not. I'll scroll, go, I'll uh, tap back out to the top, scroll again, close the app, put my phone down for like two seconds. Open and it I'll again sit, and see the same Open things. it again and I'm back. Yeah. And that shit's crazy to me. It's because the way the algorithm is set up on Instagram, every time you come back, it's something different. It's not a timeline anymore. Yeah. Like, because all these fucking you, motherfuckers were not made to create fucking content. <laughs> and now we're I'm getting saying. content from fucking everyone. <laughs> yeah, everybody's getting, yeah, everybody's putting out content and shit. And Everyone's it's just like, you gotta be more exclusive. Recording their fucking FL Studio screen, making fucking beats. <laughs> videos and shit like that. I mean, it's accessible, bro. Like, everything, anything you wanna do is accessible now because of the internet. Like, especially making beats and shit. And so when people, I have friends and shit who are like, yeah i want to do content 
and shit like that. Even my girl, like, she wants to make, like, YouTube videos and stuff. And, like, um, I've heard other people say, like, hey, I want to do this, but, like, there's so many other people doing it. It's oversaturated. I'm like, bro, I fucking make beats. Don't talk to me about oversaturated. Yeah. Don't talk to me about oversaturated. Everybody's making beats, yes. Everybody has a YouTube channel, yes. Everybody's doing makeup tutorials, hair tutorials. But here's it the doesn't thing, though, matter. Like, here's the thing: it's like, do you want something that's fucking not oversaturated? Like, do you like imagine if you go to fucking YouTube and there's a there's a tiny ass community and it's fucking it's about how to grow strawberries in your kitchen. I'm sure there's tons of videos on that already no on the fucking internet but imagine that's just like one of the or like a toy story vlog fucking community and there's fucking 10 people it's like all right well now you're posting videos and they're getting fucking 10 views like at least at least when you're in a niche that like has things going on you have potential to fucking get some fucking yeah just because it has there's a community there there's like people there to indulge in your content getting it to them is literally like all you have to do yeah Yeah, you just gotta be consistent it's like with the typey shit like it's just like yeah it's just like there's more people doing it and there's if you like if you follow all producers on fucking you on twitter and you look at all the shit and you're someone like me who's getting fucking thousands of producers sending them the same beats every single day saying to listen to their beats like it's it seems super fucking oversaturated and like there's a lot of people doing it. It's like an Amazon search engine on YouTube. But at the same time, there's a lot of fucking rappers that look at the genius things and, or look at whatever and they go and their favorite rapper goes, yeah, I just looked up a uh, fucking uh, Young Thug type beat and I used it and now it's fucking platinum. So now they're doing the same thing. That's that's why I even fucking succeeded on Instagram at all. Like I was making a thousand bucks a week just on fucking Instagram DMs and shit. But that's the only reason I did is because people were kind. And this is like years ago. People were yeah. kind of familiar with like selling beats, or like buying pipe, type beats. Type beats. Yeah. I was I getting people say. hip to it. They're like, "What? What is this?" Like I was like, "Oh, you can just send me fucking money and I'll send you the license <laughs> of the beat." <laughs> like I was literally, con- uh, fucking getting convergence through Instagram. Yeah. 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 Nah, there's a point uh, where I was only just getting like orders and shit like through Instagram, like. I'd be sending people, like, private catalogs and shit just because I wasn't updating, like, my regular catalog. Or, like, I'd be like, hey, hit me if you want your shit mixed. i get some DMs and shit like that. Boom. And I made, like, yeah. 300, 400 bucks, like, in, like, three days off, like, yeah, you know the what mixing I'm saying? And the mixes fucking, and shit. The mixing shit, and like, the little finesses like that. I'd be putting out fucking... I'd be, like, putting mixtape packages together. I'd make the artwork and mix it and fucking everything. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, all that shit. And it's just, like... Especially if it's, like, good. You know what I mean? Why not? Like, if you know how to do it and you know how to do it well, fuck it. Go for it, bro. Like, you want to sell... You want to sell a nigga, like, five beats for, like, $500 for EP? That's your price? Like, fuck it. Go for it, bro. Like, do your thing. Yeah, how do you feel about, like... I've I've seen this before like when I was when I was fucking like coming up I was I was selling fucking exclusives for like I'd be like all right here's the exclusive 100 bucks just take it give me $100 I mean if I'm going to be real every market suffers from fucking undercutting so 
undercutting is an issue that I feel you can't really fix unless just motherfuckers who undercut just stop like doing it you know what i mean yeah and i feel like a lot of producers now kind of undercut the market just because like they feel like nobody's gonna pay for their shit if they're charging what they want to charge but it's like bro i sell exclusives for like a band right now like that's it i feel low-key i feel like i should probably be charging more than that but like i I don't care but and i've had people pay this shit so it's just like keep your prices charge what you want bro like dead ass like charge what you want i remember i was selling leases for 35 dollars at one point like my homie news was like why are you selling your shit for 35 bro like sell your leases for 50 dollars i was like damn all right but so it's kind of just like you gotta know your worth and understand your worth but like i said it's a whole confidence thing with like people their prices and shit and i feel like some dudes just really just be needing money like right then and there like Hey bro, like I need like I need I need twenty cash right now or some shit. <laughs> so I'll give you like three beats for like twenty dollars. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the lease like if if you're fucking if you're leasing beats for hella cheap, but like you know sometimes sometimes you gotta fucking sell that shitty beat that you made for a hundred dollars to an artist that's not gonna do anything with it and yeah, go cop because, yourself a fucking interface or something. Yeah, like, some shit, bro. Like you gotta. You gotta get your. You have to get your bread. Like I feel like out, I. What I'm trying to say is I feel like a lot of people are are afraid to, like, are are using the like not being unfamiliar with the licensing or like, oh my god, like are my beats worth more than that? It's like it, it, It's like when people start companies and and like someone's trying to take a percentage of their company and they're like, no, but I I feel like I I need a hundred percent of this or whatever. Like sometimes you like, gotta take like yeah you're taking the loss of like what should be like maybe it's a thousand dollar beat that you're that you're taking a fucking hit on for like five hundred bucks for an exclusive or or whatever the case is but like sometimes you gotta fucking take an L to get way more W's to get way more features. later yeah because like that client you might you know what I'm saying you might sell like the the three for twenty two. Bro might get his bread up later and come back and be like, hey, let me cop this exclusive. You're telling the exclusive, like, $800. You know what I'm saying? You might hit your PayPal. You might end up sending an invoice to him. You just never know. And I feel like a lot of uh, something producers don't do is, like, fucking negotiate with people. Like, you always people- you always should say it's fucking, say your, say your exclusives were $800. Or, like, say they were fucking... Like say they were eight uh five hundred dollars, you should say uh, they're usually eight hundred bucks. But like if you can pay today, I'll give it to you for five hundred. Or some shit like that, or even like setting up payment plans and shit like that. Like I've had dudes pay for beats really like increments. Damn. Yeah, like that's smart. Because I understand that type of shit, like having to pay for shit in like increments, just because like bro, when people work like look at it like this, motherfucker works a minimum wage job probably. So they might be making like, depending on where you at, bro, they might be making like nine, ten dollars an hour max. And then they got their own bills. Then they may have kids or something. They just got other shit to take care of. So realistically, bro, they might also be living check to check. <laughs> so yeah. they low key may not even have like that five hundred, eight hundred dollars, whatever the fuck to like splurge right then and there. But it's like, oh, I got like three hundred right now. I can put this on it type shit. Just like when my fuckers go get a car or some shit. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put down this lease or uh, not this lease. I'm gonna put this down payment down or whatever, and I'm gonna pay off the rest of that shit. Like, it's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. Feeling. And it's just like 
um i don't know me personally i just like feel for that just because like my parents have been in, like fucked up situations and shit and they've kind of yeah. had to like do shit like that so it's kind of just like i understand like when somebody has a situation or whatever and it's just like okay cool i got you i'm gonna work with you on it i just feel like that's i don't know good business you know what i'm saying at the end of the day you're still getting paid for one and two like you're building a relationship with like a client that client may fuck with you you know what i'm saying they may keep coming to you for shit just because like oh they did this for me they let me do this and shit like that and that kind of just shows them like it also shows them that you care really about like doing business with them i feel like yeah so, a lot of times though it do be some bullshit like I've had, I swear to God, bro, I've had um, dudes message me like, hey, I'll fuck with so-and-so, beat, I'm going to get it. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's do it. And then they're like, all right, give me two weeks. I've had dudes come back like months later. Yeah, you got to stay on the, I feel like you got to stay in the attack as well. You know what I mean? Like you can't get hung up on fucking this one person that still hasn't paid you. Just dude, just move on because you're wasting fucking you're wasting time seeing how much money i can make at the point where i'm at now in like an hour like i could i could make something now in the fucking next half an hour after this podcast that can make me fucking thousands and thousands of dollars like exactly so it's kind of just quickly. like little shit like that it's yeah. just like a swat to you it's exactly. like don't don't get hung okay yeah advice advice to like young producers and shit like that when a dude like or whoever you know what i'm saying is trying to get a beat from you like don't get caught up on the fact that like oh i'll pay you in like two weeks i hit you in a month shit like that um kind of just go to the next thing kind of just be like all right bro like i'm here when you ready type shit like don't get hung up on it because it's like at that point you're attaching yourself to money you just haven't gotten yet and that's not really like a good thing because then you'll kind of get caught up on it and shit like that just go on to the next thing keep working and all that don't yeah um what do you think the big vision now is moving forward for boy band? Um, I'm gonna be real. I just want to be one of the greatest like rapper producers like of all time. That's crazy. Like I want to. I literally, when people talk about me, I want people to talk about me as I would talk about like Tyler Creator right now, or like Kanye, yeah. or like Pharrell, or like Childish Gambino. Like I really look up to those dudes just because like in some way my background is like similar to all of them in like some way shape or form like it's crazy and i like what all of them have done especially like your pharrell's your tyler's and your kanye's because it's just like these niggas just didn't make music like they're like okay i want to get into clothes i want to get into movies i want to do you know what i'm saying i want to do everything like bro fucking create a whole business i mean that's the shit i'm on too like yeah like i want a whole fucking business around your personal brand they're literally multimedia like platforms and shit and i love that and it's like i want to do that because i know a lot of shit about like everything like i know mad stuff about clothes like and stuff like that so it's like eventually like i want to have my own clothing brand like it may not be under boy band i don't know you know what i mean but i want to do stuff like that but right now i'm kind of really just focused on the music and like everything else will come later like i have time like i'm recording songs at like a crazy rate right now like i every day i record something you know what i mean that's dope and it's like i'm still making how are you with writing this shit (laughs) 
the, did you flow pretty good with the, like the writing portion or do you write anything or do you just record i don't write anymore you just I record like, whatever yeah you're i really just what i'll do is i'll really like just hum melodies and like mumble melodies and shit and like put the words in them because like um i i really rely on like melody from my cadence and shit like that mm-hmm. so like as long as I hit get whatever my notes and like my flow is and stuff like that, I'll just pick words and like plug them in and stuff like that. It's easy for me. Yeah. Um, and it it's better because once you um like your first melody or whatever the first thing you say to a beat is probably the best thing you will ever say to that. Yeah. <laughs> like I've forgotten and lost like so many melodies and like so many flows and shit off of not having them like recorded and shit. I always so just kind of just like all shit. It's real quick. Yeah. That's all I do now, voice memo. If it comes to me, I voice memo it. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Even if it's just like two lines or like half a line. Literally, dude. I do the same shit all day and I just name it whatever the beat is named on my computer. Yeah. And then one day if I wanna go cut and like I don't really have like a fresh idea, I can you go, go back to those memos. and pick one. Yeah. yeah. And kinda just go from there and shit like that. That's but, crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna um get back posting stuff on YouTube and shit for the channel. I do miss everybody who watched me. That's Kuntosh and stuff. I didn't realize like how many people really like gave a fuck until the switch, honestly. <laughs> yeah so it's it's been dope like i'm appreciating like all the love i'm getting and stuff right now and i I just want to like give back because i didn't like i said i didn't have like internet money and shit like that or like people to look up to online and shit like when i was making beats so for like kids to like fuck with me on that level and stuff like that like i want to keep like inspiring yeah it's crazy like and when you said about like your cousin who was just like right at the beginning of this podcast you were saying yeah your cousin was just like yo you should keep making beats like dude those first couple like i literally remember the people when i was in my apartment in college that came in because like most people didn't give a fuck you know what i mean we we're soccer players yeah. like most people like didn't really get it like oh that's cool but those couple people like one of the kid on my team was like being a rapper like this other kid on my team just was like super just like into music like frank ocean and just like a music head and then like right. You know what I'm saying? Like, other dudes were, like, into music and, like, other people that, like, I would be, like... I would always be showing people shit, even though I knew they didn't really care too much. And, like, um, like those couple people that were, like, yo, you could you could sell this, like, one of those kids said. Or, like, yo, you could fucking do some shit with this. Like, this is, like, dope. Like, those people are, like... Especially at the beginning, because you have no fucking, like... That's your first experience of, like, someone hearing your shit and going, oh, shit, that's dope. That shit, like, drives you for the next, like, three years. <laughs> like Yeah, no, it does, bro. Little, like, like, I love encounters. showing people stuff, like, especially in person. Because I feel like in person, you can kind of tell when somebody's, like, really fucking with something or not. Like, you can see it on their face or, like, their expressions and shit like yeah. that. So, like, now I only really, like... if. If you live out here and I know you, I'm probably not going to sing you a record. I'll probably just play it for you. Um, I remember the other night, well, it was like a couple weeks ago, I guess, like Aries was over here and um, we we're all kicking in and shit. <clears throat> and he was like, yeah, bro, I want to hear some of your new shit. And I was like, what? Like, I ain't going to lie. I was nervous as fuck. Cause, like, <laughs> <clears throat> Aries is literally probably my favorite artist right now. Really? Just because the type of music he makes, it's like, I can tell where he pulls his influences from. 
and like we kind of listened to similar shit growing up like i had a i think i was listening to i think i might have been listening to amberlin yeah i was listening to amberlin i posted on my story and then he hit me about it and then we started naming off like christian bands and shit like that That's we both so listen to and you can hear that shit in like aries is like voice and shit like that so i yeah. always thought that was dope that's why i rock with him but yeah like yeah i came through or whatever he was just like yeah play some shit so yeah i was nervous but i started playing songs and shit and like i could tell like he fucked with him and shit like that's so why i was like it was just genuine you know what i mean like real genuine like reactions and stuff like that facial expression stuff like that like i pay attention to that especially when i show people like my music because it's like I want to see if it moves people how I think it does or if it has any effect at all really on anyone. Yeah, it's funny. Like when I was out there and just like chilling with like fucking I was with you and Henry and I was with Aries and Ramsoid and my and like when we're all together, especially when we're making beats and shit, just like it was just like everything was just would just flow so nicely because like we all kind of had like. I don't know. It was just like we all kind of knew each other or something. Like we all kind of had like a fucking weird like bond or some shit. You know what I mean? We were all just like even when we were making beats, just like fucking yeah. it was like flowing really nicely and shit. Just like I don't know. Birds of a feather, bro. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's just like we all kind of do like the same thing, and I feel like we all have like minds, so we all like kind of click and stuff like that. Yeah. which is cool like we can have like conversations and shit and kind of like sometimes i won't really say anything like while somebody else is talking uh i guess in like instances like this because nine times out of ten they're gonna say like what i was thinking anyway yeah. so i find that to be like cool um and stuff like talking to other creatives and shit like that and kind of just talking about like the process and how shit works and stuff what would you uh what would you say to someone that's listening to this right now that watches all of my videos, they watch all the internet money videos and they're like, man, I want to make music. I want to try to do everything. I want to fulfill my passion. What would you tell them to do tomorrow when they wake up? Do it. <laughs> That's it. Really fit. Like make a game plan and like plan for everything. Have plan B's, have backup plans, have people just like have everything lined up as it should because rollouts and shit are like important. Like I take that shit seriously. Like you can't be sloppy with rolling shit out because if it's sloppy, nobody's going to fuck with it and stuff like that. Even if it's like slightly off, like what are like the most important parts of like a rollout? Like say for the last single you just put out. I was just about to start talking about that actually. So um i'm not gonna lie the week up to dropping left on red i swear to god i was having anxiety attacks every day <laughs> because i uploaded it to dsps and shit i'm thinking all right this is gonna be the cleanest smoothest like fucking rollout ever the, i'm gonna drop the video and it's gonna be on dsps all that shit at the same time bro so for, i had like I had like two or three different reasons for delays like up to the release of it being on dsps so originally when the song dropped it was supposed to be on all dsps and we were gonna drop the video the same day or whatever but we hadn't heard back from elevator quick enough so i didn't know if it was gonna drop that day or not um 
it wasn't on DSPs when it was supposed to be. Like, time was passing by, the clock was ticking and shit. And I was kind of just like, all right, fuck it. We're just going to drop it on SoundCloud first, and we're just going to roll with it, see how it goes. So we did that, and, like, I was still nervous, though, because I was like, damn, it's not on DSPs. I know people are going to be like, oh, I want it on Spotify. I want it on Apple Music, because, like, everybody got, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got their platform they stream on, and, like, I, I want my shit to be on there so they can have it so they don't forget about it and shit like that like it's not even really a money thing i just don't want fuckers to forget about my song especially if they liked it you know what i mean yeah um so there's that and then like uh what was the process for like getting it on elevator and like um i uh taz knows uh the owner of elevator and stuff yeah and like he got the content to him or whatever it was asking him like hey like you know what i mean and he showed it to him and he liked it and stuff so it was like yeah we'll post it we'll premiere it and shit like that Dope. but um it was on dsps like the next day like after the song had came out and shit so what's dsps for people who might not know what you're talking about digital streaming platforms so your spotify's apple music titles amazon deezer uh microsoft groove or whatever the fuck like, <laughs> like what it's just those things, apple like, spotify really is yeah fucking, basically and then hey listen no, soundcloud no just, out though oh soundcloud's a dsp too technically yeah technically yeah but you just don't have to submit you just fucking upload it yeah you know you can like, up people are uploading straight to spotify now that's like a new thing yeah i think we were talking that. about that actually or something think so maybe i forget trying to get that uh access to that right now trying to figure out how to do that i know what's the benefit to that like what's the benefit of that besides like getting the money or whatever like besides having all the shit like like it kind of just makes you look more professional because it's like now you can literally set up your profile and make that shit like look super good and stuff like that so when people come and look at you it's not like a mess it's clean and like oh shit he's on spotify obviously he's serious about their career you know what i mean shit like that yeah and it's just it's just a different platform for you to be on i feel like people should be on as many things as they can be because you never know like where somebody's gonna find you at or how they're gonna like discover you basically or whatever so it's just like have you know what i'm saying have like your um seeds planted off in different places and shit like that i have friends who strictly use instagram and tell me twitter is dead but it, i'm just like i still use twitter though yeah like, you gotta be frictionless as yeah. Gary Vee would say exactly like you gotta be everywhere bro that's like, why i'm on fucking i mean that's not why i'm on podcasts but that's definitely one of the many incentives for me to be on podcasts is just like some people fucking don't watch fucking videos i listen to podcasts like way more than videos now because I watch like, videos more i can't even like i've always wanted to get in the podcast and listening to podcasts, dude i just like, like more and shit i i watch videos still like i crush youtube obviously but like <laughs> but like i fucking i fucking like i wake up in the morning i fucking grab my fucking airpods depending on like the fuck's going on like it, when i go eat when i go make the AirPods. when i make fucking food when i make breakfast i cook all my meals breakfast lunch dinner i fucking grab the airpods listen to a podcast driving working out like if i'm i mean obviously a lot of my shit that i do edit videos fucking make beats 
record yeah. videos. Like a lot of the work I do is like I need to be listening to it or else I can't mm-hmm. do it. So I can't just like do some stuff and fucking ha- listen to a podcast. But like if I ever have like other work to do, dude, literally I'm at the point now where like if I spend some time working on my website or if I sell a couple fucking Kyle, Kyle B. Tats or some shit and I'm doing work that's not fucking using my ears and I can like play some beats or something in the background or like play some music in the background. Like I yeah. never fucking even listen to music because I'm constantly just like working. <laughs> that's I'm the complete opposite. Like if I'm not like doing anything, chances are I'm probably just listening to music. Cause like, yeah. I, I don't do it enough. Honestly, it's just, I don't know, bro. It's just something about putting that one song on, bro. And that shit just slap a certain you. way. You just feel it. Sometimes music hits different now too. Like, um, especially now that that I've switched up the type of music that I make, like certain music that I liked before. I really, really appreciate it now just because yeah. of changing style. Um, it just, I think maybe it's because, because I make something in that umbrella. I kind of like understand it a little bit better. Yeah. That's why I personally enjoy music the most like because when i hear something and i understand like how they did it or like why it's like that or where like the influence came from or like you know what i'm saying yeah shit like that like that shit really gets me excited and stuff and i don't really know like if other people kind of like see it and i'll kind of like speak on it sometimes and people just kind of be like oh okay but it's kind of just like you don't understand bro like this is the greatest fucking thing because like they pull influence from here or they did this like that like i don't know maybe it's just because i'm a producer and like i you know i'm saying our job our occupation is literally built on like dissecting so yeah i feel you i don't know maybe maybe i might be a little crazy but yeah but yeah man (laughs) we've been fucking what were you gonna say oh i was gonna say with podcasts it's like me in class I'm listening to somebody else talk. So I literally have to like focus and pay attention. And it's like, yeah. there's no visual to it. Oh, now if there's visuals and shit, I'll watch it. Like really? That's Joe Budden. Yeah. Like Joe Budden shit. I'll sit and like watch that shit sometimes. Like breakfast club. I have to watch it. Like, damn, because it's more immersive just because of the fact that like you see like their, you obviously you hear their inflections, but you see like their facial expressions and shit too with it. Or like, some I just make do, up like, my hand. own visuals in my brain. Yeah, see, I fucking wish, like... It's good, though, like, like, it's good if you have, like... It's good if you have, like, some sort of, like, visual, though, because, like, the the, the podcasts I listen to are um, Joe Rogan, Gary V, and um, Short Story Long. I've actually... <laughs> I hate to say it, but I've been listening to the fucking Logan Paul podcast. And it's actually pretty good. But, like, all those podcasts are, like... I'm not ha- judging you for that. <laughs> all those podcasts have, like, their own visuals. So, like, I've... And, like, yeah, Gary Vee isn't in the... He's all over the place. He's, like, in different cities every single day. So, like... Right. But, I, like, I've seen videos of him on a stage. Or I've seen videos of him in his fucking office. Or I've seen videos of him in another office or outside or wherever he's recording. And, like, I've seen the Joe Rogan studio. I've seen the Logan Paul studio. I've seen the fucking short story long thing. So I can, like, picture it happening almost and, like, visualize it. Right. But, yeah, Kyle Beats video podcast coming soon whenever I fucking have the set set up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nah, you'll get it, dude. You're a smart guy. You'll figure some shit out. But yeah, man, this is a good one. This is, I'm pretty sure we got disconnected a couple times, but I'm pretty sure it's been just about an hour and a half now because we're at an hour and 45 on OBS. Yeah. So, um, definitely. where can go, where can people go follow boy band? Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at alone in a boy band. Obviously it's one word cause you can't space on, uh, handles, but yeah, Alone in a Boy Band. Uh, you can find me on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Alone in a Boy Band. And my music is on all DSPs. Thank God. Just search up <laughs> Boy Band. Look for the kid with the blonde hair and the circle frames. Let's get it. Thanks for coming on here, dude. This is a good one. Thanks for having me, bro. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed another beautiful episode of this podcast. Like I said at the beginning, make sure you screenshot listening, you listening to the podcast and tag me on Instagram. Also, give me five stars, whatever you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, um, well, SoundCloud. And um, yeah, I also, if you guys are not closely following the vlog series, I recently just upgraded my whole podcast set and you're like, Kyle, what do you mean set? This is this is an audio-only podcast, dude. What do you mean your podcast set? We don't even see you. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm making a podcast set so that you guys can have visuals to all of this. So stay tuned for that. Uh, follow me on Instagram and 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 uh, he has to say Yahoo. Follow me on Instagram and YouTube. Search Kyle Beats at Kyle Garvin Beats. Links are in the description of this podcast. And uh, make sure you are. Staying up to date with that because it's going to be super lit when I get all this stuff finished. It's almost there. Give me time. Anyways, KB Podcast, the code still works for beats and for kits. Shout out to everyone capitalizing on the code. And yeah, man, thanks for listening. If you're listening this far, wow, you're amazing. It's crazy. It's been an hour and a half. What do you, what do you want to talk about? What's up? What's up? What's up, man? What do you want to talk about? Assuming that everyone's a guy. All right. Until the next one. <laughs> See you guys in the next one. Hear from you guys in the next one. Peace out.